Hey everybody, welcome back to the Dundee Church Podcast, your Dundee Presbyterian Church in Omaha, Nebraska. My name is J.D. Gorlett. I'm the senior pastor here at this here church. This here church. This here church. We're going western today, right boys and girls. Uh, and uh, I'm joined once again by my good friend and colleague, Keith Holmes. How are you, my good man? Doing well, thank you very much. And we're, this, we're calling this Lazarus Part 2. Yeah, that's right. Uh, this is the, the second of our trilogy. Our trilogy. Yes. Uh, please check out our just... Um, uh, <laughs> this is the return of right. Lazarus. So if you're thoroughly confused, check out Part 1, which right. would be the... Uh, immediately uh, preceding uh, podcast. Uh, today we're in John 11, uh, 17 through 37, where we really get into the meat and potatoes of the Lazarus na- uh, narrative here, um, and and just the dynamics of of uh, people encountering miracle and and uh, in the midst of their sadness and all of this kind of stuff. Yeah. I have a question for you, you and everybody, yeah. Keith. Uh, lead us through this. It's a little bit of a convoluted question. What is your greatest regret mm-hmm. in grief, and how did the feelings compare? In other words, about three questions in one. First, right. what's your greatest regret? Second, yep. what's your greatest grief? Right. And then, then how do the feelings of regret and grief compare? There you what, go. What, compare what, and contrast. Yeah. What would you right. say about all so, that? So, so for me, and and I know it sounds trite, and I don't want I don't want to come off as oh I'm I only wish, but but it really it's a truth for me, and that is, I I wish I had come to Christ sooner, or I'd come back to Christ, or I'd never left Christ when I knew Him. I I met Jesus and started a personal relationship with Him when I was fourteen years old. Mm. And but then proceeded to wander off as like I mean you know when he, when the Bible talks about wandering sheep man I am in because mm-hmm. it is that was my life my teenage years my tw- early twenties just I I was trying to fill that God shaped hole with everything else but I knew God I knew Him and and as I look back on that time I just think how much better it could have been so you were with conscious Jesus. of Je- you were conscious of right. Jesus as you were as I was wandering just, away from right him. as I was walking okay. away yeah. right and and then uh, my great my greatest grief I think so far in my life has been losing my parents I lost my father 10 years ago and I lost my mom this last year and there's a grief there because especially when I lost my mom because as silly as it sounds at my age I'm an orphan Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have the two, and and this doesn't mean you know this does not count for everybody. I understand. I know you yourself have a different relationship with your parents, but for me, my my relationship with my parents was such that to be consider considering myself an orphan brings me grief. Right. You because, have an in, you have an enviable relationship with both of them. Am I right. right. Absolutely. I love my dad. I love my mom. Sure, my dad drove me crazy, but you know because he wanted me to be something that I didn't want to be, but. What man? Right. Though that's you know, a that's common story. It, exactly. That fathers and sons have to overcome. Right? right. And so, and so, the grief of losing my parents, you know, is 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 a grief of it's a feeling of loss. But so is my regret. Mm. Because that's how they compare. That's how. Yeah. Now moving into that third part of the question, because for me, comparing, you know, when I look at that time that I lost with Christ, walking with Jesus under. You know, I just, I, there's a sense of loss and a sense of I'm never going to get that time back. Mm. I don't get a do-over. Right. And so 
I, I'm sad about that. That mm. makes me that makes me a little sad, and in, in in that sense that you know I'm never going to get to talk to my mom and dad again. I'm never going to get to ask them a question. We we're you know we're still in the midst of kind of cleaning up mom's stuff, and there's we've gotten to the boxes of photo albums that they had. Right. So and everything you see, there's pictures in there that I don't know who they are. I don't know. I'm like. Why didn't I ask my mom to so go right. through these before she died? Because there's no answer anymore. Regret I, I, and yeah, grief. Yeah, there's regret and grief yeah. that I will never know. You know what part this part of my mom and dad's life, like the wedding pictures, were just absolutely a stitch to look at because they were so wonderful yeah. and you know they were so happy and everything. And so, um, yeah, and there's one of a there's one of a shower and my poor dad standing amidst a bunch, bunch of, of women, women in 1958 <laughs> and his look says it all. My like, golf clubs. Oh, I just don't want to be here right. anymore. Let's go to the tavern. Exactly. Uh, but how about you? What well, are, I, I, you know, when I, I want to say that when I put this bi- this this podcast together, yeah. I, I, I really had you in mind in uh, for that first question. Mm. Uh, I had Mary and Martha in mind because in John 7, 11, 17 through 37, Mar- what Mary and Martha are going through is very much a focus of, of our study today, right. what they're feeling. Yeah. And I really had you in mind because I think you could really speak to it because you do have a very, you are, I know you're my friend and I know that you are mm-hmm. sorting through a lot of, grief mm-hmm. and the loss of your mom a few months ago yeah. and I thought you could really speak to us much better than I could about grief I've had a lot of I, I recently had a, a friend pass and yeah. that was a real mentor and brother to me um, he had Parkinson's and and my regret similar to you I mean uh, I was a Christian and I went to work at a Christian summer camp and I just blew it I'll, I'll, I will spare you the details but I just I blew it I yeah. wasn't what Christ, I didn't, I was not the Christian leader that Christ wanted me to be. Right. I, I get done with that summer. I'm sure that Jesus was, dis, let's say, disappointed <laughs> in my performance. The eye roll we it's talked just, about last no, week. It's it's bad enough when you get it from your daughter, but when you get it from your Savior, right? Right, and, uh, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so I have regret about that, but then I think, Jesus is somebody who takes those regrets and, and uses them and, and to, to I mean he he's blessed me with that regret with right. that limp if you will right limp yeah from that doesn't take the limp away but he blesses the limp right. so that I learn something from it and you, you know your comments are very good you did it really well there there's regret and there's grief there's some similar feelings there but they yeah. are they are different regret right. is has to do with how I fumbled a ball away. I, right. I, I, I failed something. And then grief is, well, God's taken someone or something away. Because you right. can grieve things right. um, that I really loved. He's right. taken it away. And now I'm just really despondent about that for right. a certain amount of time. Right. I'm going to be very sad. And that's where we're at with John 11, 17 through 37. The story of yep. Lazarus, the narrative here, advances and it advances in and around. It's interesting that John takes the time to talk about what uh, Mary and Martha are going through, what they're feeling, and then as Jesus arrives in this narrative, how he deals with what they're with, with, with what they're feeling. We talked about the, that a lot in part one last week. Um, and I open with how 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 do Mar- Martha and Mary express both doubt and faith? 
when Jesus arrives, mm-hmm. they are they express their faith in their excitement to see him and their right. happiness to see them. He, they have joy that he's there. Right. But then, I mean, maybe it's not even doubt that they express yeah. as much as it is disappointment because yeah. they say they, to a word, um, yeah. word for word, they both greet him with, right. "If you'd been here, right, my brother wouldn't have died." Versus now, is that twenty-one doubt, and thirty-two, I have it written in right. my notes. Right? Is yeah. That doubt yeah. or is that disappointment? Which one? I mean, is it doubt at all or, or not? I think I think it's well. There's certainly disappointment, but I think there it, it's doubt too because yeah. you know you ask how do Mar- Mary Martha express doubt and faith? My answer is simultaneously. Right in those two right in out of those the same spring. Right, right exactly because that 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 comment the question number one that they both asked or said the same exact verbiage, right. right? If you had been here, my brother would not have died. Mm-hmm. Number one, it just, you know, it, it's, it's just amazing that they're both coming from the same place and they can, they can express that same viewpoint. But, but it's, it, it, at one moment it's saying you would have saved him. We have faith in you that you could have saved my brother, right? but you weren't here. Right. So, what does that mean to me? What does that mean that you didn't do what I was expecting when I expected it? Yeah, I don't know that they would. I mean, it was like our our, our question last it, last week. It wasn't. It wasn't. When did you just give up on God? It's when did you doubt God? Right. And I think it's this moment where they're like, "You're not as loving as maybe we thought because you didn't save my brother." Because the, again. Their minds aren't on, oh, well, he's just going to raise Lazarus from the dead. Anyone that's been to Sunday school knows the right. outcome of this. And we all, right. we're sitting here. Spoiler alert. Right. Well, but we're sitting here with the with the absolute beauty of, of hindsight and, and the 2020 vision of, well, he's just going to raise him from the dead. Right. How, how matter of fact we might even say it, right? Yeah, he's just going to raise him but from the dead. But we won't say that about our own situation. Right. We'll say that right. about the Lazarus stuff because right. we've read ahead. We've read right. the story. But then when we're in the midst of a Lazarus situation, and we are, yes. it doesn't just take somebody close to us dying, yeah. suffering and dying, to put right. us in the Lazarus situation right. any more than it takes the difficulty in our lives to put us in the Job situation. Right. We know how the Job situation ends because we read, we've read the story. Right. But when we're in the midst of this, even though we've read both of those stories, we still feel what Job felt and, and what Mary and what Martha, Mary and Martha felt. Yep. Even though we know the end of yep. those stories, we yep. don't assume that they're going, uh, that our story is going to end the same way with, exactly. with, God, with Jesus doing something spectacular. Absolutely. And Mary and Martha's expression is not just uh, filled with doubt and faith and disappointment. It's also filled with assumption, isn't it? They right. are assuming. And you, you, you brought us near to that. The next question I have is, what do the sisters assume? They assume, their statement is, if you would have been here, right. our brother would not have died. That's just, I assume this about you, Jesus. Right. And we know, and I, th- I would think that they knew that Jesus can, that he doesn't have to be there in order to, to do anything. He's, he's done some long distance. I was going to say. He's, he's thrown some long yep. distance miracles. Right. And he's, yep. he, he's just, all he has to do is wave his hand. All he has yep. to do is decide it. Right. To calm the storm. Yep. The storm is raging a, a few thousand feet above his head. It's like, peace be still. Right. And it, he doesn't have to be, you know. He doesn't have to touch a cloud. Right. He, he, heals, have, the, yeah. he heals the centurion's uh, servant from miles away. Right. Uh, he, right. So the, 
There's this assumption that he that they do to him and that we do to him. You have to do it this way right. in order to help in order to help me. Now there's right. another point here. Man, that's a big thing right there. It is. But, go ahead, go ahead. And riff on well, that. Well, I was just going to say, you know, that you you have to do it the way I expect you to do it. Have to. You have to. Cuz my answer was that their their assumption is that he should have been there. Right. That you know, we talked about it last week. Why weren't, you know, why aren't you dropping everything and coming to to the to the help of the one you love? Right. You should have been here. Cuz you know, the 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 statement was you if you had been here, he wouldn't have died. But really, I think the, un, the what I saw as the subtext was you should have been here so he wouldn't have died. Now, here's the thing, Keith, that really hits me like a sledgehammer. Be really interested to hear your reaction to this. What happened last week? Last week, Jesus gets word from Mary and Martha that Lazarus is sick and, right. and, and is on the road to death. Right. And what does he do? He doesn't do anything at all. Doesn't he do a thing. He stays where he is. We talked yeah. about this because he had a higher purpose for this. Right. He wanted everybody to see the glory. He saw this as an opportunity to show forth the glory of God, and he's going to right. do. He's going to bring the glory of God at the expense of our feelings, right? And our Amen. sufferings. We talked about that last last week. And now, Mary, that's what he did. He yeah. got the news. Could have been there on time. If he would have run, he would have been there in time. He didn't. He stayed where he was, waited for Lazarus to die, and then he comes. Now, he's greeted by Mary and Martha and by us with the prayer, um, if you'd have been here, if you'd done it the way I wanted you to do it, this terrible thing, Lazarus dying, would not have happened. Right. And yet we know from last week that if he had been there, he'd have sat down and said, nope, it's not time for me to back yet. But he's dying. I'm not going to do anything. Right. But he's sick. I'm not going to do anything. He, it's, all he did was sit and wait in a spot 10 miles away or however far right. away. Yep. Instead, if he had been right there, if Mary and Martha, he'd have said, not the will of my father to heal yeah. him. And we would have sat there and said, what are you talking about? How can it not be the will right. of your father to heal him right now? He's sitting in bed right now and he's dying. You could fix all this do, right now. All he did was sit and wait in one location rather than the, rather than the other. Yep. They welcome him with, if you'd have been here, you'd have done what we wanted to do. Right. And he does not say this. But it is the right, if he had the opportunity, if he wanted to, he would have said, yeah, what you need to know is I could have come, and if I would have come, you'd have been even more disappointed because I'd have sat here and I would have done nothing. I'd have eaten your food. I would have eaten your food, <laughs> yeah. and I would have waited for him to die because, as we yeah. said already, I want you to see the glory of God. I want right. you to experience how great I am. And the only way you're going to do that is if, you wait and you suffer. And I say that and I, oh. I can't stand the thought of that. Mm. And yet we see that in this story yep. and we see it in our own lives. Well, absolutely. I mean, and it doesn't have, like you mentioned earlier, it doesn't have to be the death of a, a person. It can be the death of a relationship. I mean, there are many ways we grieve. And if, you know, if, if we sit there and blame Jesus saying, well, if you'd have, if you'd have just come into you know this person's heart and change their mind to my way of thinking then this relationship wouldn't have died mm -hmm. or if you know if you did just made that person love me then the relationship wouldn't have died that's not what he's here for he's here to glorify his father right. and and that relationship wasn't maybe going to ever glorify god right. so that you know th there's much more to it but yeah the thought that 
you you know he's just sitting there waiting. Right. And not just wait, not just the the thought of that he's sitting there waiting, but you're actively now grieving the death of your brother. You're you're in the midst of grief. You're in the midst of pain and 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 right. suffering. And you know that Jesus is just. I mean, maybe it was for mercy's sake that he didn't go immediately, because to have to have experienced all of that and then just watch Jesus let it happen would have been too would much. have been too much for Mary right. and Martha. Maybe you know, right? And and certainly and certainly, uh, you know. So so saying, well, he he's coming. He's oh, it's too late. Well, he was on his way. I, he he knows he knows the situation. I just have to wait for him to act. That's easier and more palatable than having right. him sit there in the and, kitchen well, yeah, eating food right. and not eating doing your, anything yeah, at all. Watching you, you know, watching it's you. It's an interesting grief. thought, yeah. isn't yeah. it? Now, here's here's one of the statements. I mm. I would ask the question: Is Jesus gracious? Yes. Right. Is Jesus merciful? Yes. Is right. he loving? Yes. Right. Is he filled with wrath and judgment? Yes. Yeah. Yes, he is. He judges our sins. He's angry about our sins. He demands justice for our sins. It's not, in other words, it's not either or. It's not just, the, it's, and some people just can't, they can't get this or they just won't get it. They don't it. want to. They don't yeah. want to get it. Yeah. That Jesus is all of these things, and thanks be to God, in the conflict yeah. between grace, mercy, love versus wrath and judgment and 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 uh damnation damnation thank yeah. you thanks be to god grace mercy love wins out amen it in that amen. but but it it is both in the right. mind and heart of god those things are always happening they right. are coexisting yep. uh it's not one without the other right. now same thing here we talked about it in, in the last episode we're talking about it now does God does Jesus love Mary, Martha, and Lazarus? Yes, yes. Absolutely. Does he want the the glory of God to be seen? Does he want it to yeah. be experienced? Yes. Right now, those two things are in conflict. Right. You're right. He, he's going and in that battle, the glory of God is going to he's going to go with the glory of God. Right. And he's sitting there and he's He's going to choose to glorify God. He's going to choose to be obedient to God the Father always. Yeah. And he, if that means stepping on the toes of your heart and your feelings, yeah. he's going to do it. Now, that does not mean that he wants to do it, right. but he's going to do it because yeah. in the conflict between yeah. those two things, those, those things, that's where he's going to go, and that's what we see here. You follow what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. You know? And I think it leads into your next question really well. When in what does or well, it was actually I guess I skipped down to that's why okay, does, why I was does Jesus do the same thing. why does Jesus cry? Yeah, because he's grieving, mm-hmm. and it's okay that Jesus is grieving. Right. He's not. You know, he's not a heartless God that that says, "Well, you, you and Lazarus deserve this because of sin, and therefore he, you know." No, he's it's his friend, it's his loved one, and he's grieving. He's grieving for the people that are grieving the loss. He's 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 weeping with them, right? In a situation again that he's that that is happening, that he's allowing to happen, that he's ordained to happen, because in the end, God will be glorified in this situation. Right. What and, we're saying, I agree with you completely, uh-huh. as most of the time I do, mm-hmm. uh, 
Uh, it feels like I agree with you about 62% of the time. That's a lot. <laughs> well, that's um, pretty specific. <laughs> <laughs> he's grieving because he's wielding something of, of godly, completely godly nature, of godly yeah. will yeah. that we can't comprehend. Nope. And he knows and he sees how much it hurts. And we have this verse, which is the shortest verse in the Bible, by the way, for you trivia buffs. Right. In some versions, it's Jesus wept. In yep. the New Revised Standard, it's Jesus began to weep. Yep. It is the shortest verse. And in, 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 as Keith has said, and as I'm kind of restating, I, he's weeping because, because the will of God is hurting the people. Remember, this is one who is going to go to the cross and die yeah. in order... Uh, he's another story of that. He's going to die for the sins of all of all who are going to believe. Yeah. And he's from the cross. He's watching his mother down below him weep. It's killing her every yeah. bit as much as it's killing him. Him, right? Uh, it's killing her and her soul to watch her son suffer and bleed and die on the cross. And he won't. He won't stop. And he right. can. Right. He can save himself. He call down the angels. Just and, be, you yep. know. It's hurt my mother's feelings. Let's let's pull let's, back. Let's pull back. Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't do that. As re- that sounds kind of silly, but it's not because no. he, in that moment he was feeling the pain of of Mary and John and of Mary Magdalene and everybody who was gathered the, the few right. that were gathered at the cross. Uh, uh, but he still this God of ours still goes through with that, even though it makes us cry. Uh, exactly. And but it makes him cry. And it's for the greater good. It's for the greater benefit of people. I think I think we're going to see, you know, as, as we move through this story, as we continue through the story, those that see this, their reactions to it, right. some are going to be turned from sin. They're going to accept Christ as their Savior because they've physically seen the manifestation of what he's about to do on the cross and, and die and and come back to life. Right. And and you know, so so here it is, is this is, is this wonderful moment and and but it's absolutely grieving the people prior to that moment of resurrection. Just yeah. the pain and suffering that they go through that you kind of think, yeah, as from our human perspective, why would God right. allow that to happen? And here again, we have the question before us of, that we asked last week of whether or not we're going to allow Jesus to be Jesus, whether right. or not we're going to allow him Amen. to wield this higher cause, this higher, more important will, whether we're going to love him as he does that and trust him as he does that. That is one of the toughest things there is. You've taken this person from my life. You've caused this person to suffer. You've caused me to suffer. Or you've right. allowed this thing right. to happen. In that moment, with those feelings, with those tears, with even that anger, are we going to stop and say, but you're God? And, you know, uh, as Job says in Job 42, I think it is, he says, surely I spoke of things too wonderful for me to understand. Right. Right. Uh, you know, he rambles on about the injustice of God and how angry he is at God. And he had a right to be yeah. for a number of chapters. Right. And then finally he says, oh, after God's response, 
which is basically who the heck are you? Right. And he says, oh, wow, this is bigger than me. I, I didn't, I spoke too soon. Yeah, I, right. I spoke too small. I yeah, spoke I, too small. Yeah. Yeah, well yeah. said. Yeah. Are we going to do the same thing? Because this story here I think is very, is, is challenging us to, to, to do that as to whether or not we will. Absolutely. Okay, so this leads me to the verses 25 and 26. Yeah. I'll read them for you. My question is, what does Jesus say here in 25 and 26? And these are very important words because it's one of his I am statements. Yep. He says in response to Martha, who says, if, you know, if you'd have been, you'd have been here, my, my brother wouldn't have died. And in response to that, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me, even though they die, in other words, mm-hmm. physically, yep. will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Now, we know that we will, our physical bodies are going to die. They're going right. to deteriorate. Do you believe this, he asks. That's what he... So, as we've said before, here he is calling us, do you believe, not just in my existence, right. but do you believe in this higher thing where I am resurrection and life. I, in other words, we've, we've, again, we've talked about this conflict between in, within Jesus. Ultimately, I am resurrection and life. If I'm going to bring resurrection and life, there's going to be death. Right. You're not you going to even notice that I'm resurrection and life. You can't. Unless there's... Unless, unless you there's, die. Unless you die. There's dying first. Right. That's part of this. Uh, and, 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 uh, but do you believe this? Do you believe that I'm higher and better than the death that you experience? Right. Not just in your body and in the bodies of the people that you love, of their bodies now in the ground, but death that you experience practically every day of, right. of dreams and expectations and hopes and da-da-da-da-da-da right. and, right. and disillusionment and all this kind of stuff. Do you believe that I am higher, better, more powerful than that? You right. believing in that is the only thing I really care about uh, right. right now, uh, because yeah. that's that's and that's what I'm. I'm not going to let you. Your sniveling, your crying, your grief. Now I am not going to let any of that get in the way of me bringing resurrection and, and life. Amen. Isn't that no, what he's saying? I think so. Absolutely. I, and I, I love how you. I love how you. You. You put it that it's. I'm not going to let you get in the way of me showing you what. Glory right. is, you right. know, of, of of this, because yeah, we we are again, we are so self centered and so focused on our own little thing, our own little world that that we forget that there's a much bigger world out there, a much bigger picture out there, and and God is in control of that picture. Right. He's the one putting the puzzle together with us, and in we just need to we need to remember, hey. This is this is God's puzzle. Let's let's let him be God. I love how you say that. You, let him be God. You doing that yeah. is going to stretch you beyond anything oh. you can even imagine. Oh my we're just gosh. sitting here talking about the concept right. theoretically. Yeah. It's true, but you actually going out into the world and allowing God trusting God and you just mm, I'm gonna get peace. I'm from the, my life is a catastrophe right now, but I'm going and, it, and it's at yeah. God's hands. There was right. nothing. I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't, you know, go right. to prison or anything like that. It just right. came upon me, but I am going to believe I'm going to get my peace from this fact that, okay, this is going, as Paul says, all things work for the good of those who believe in right. them. I'm really going to hang on to that when oh. it makes absolutely no sense at all I, for me to do that. I 
Will you get the door, please? Yeah, right? <laughs> if, you, okay. if you guys have heard a lot of knocking around in the background, we are not in a studio, a soundproof studio. We are, no. They, we're... They're installing heating and air conditioning right above our heads, so we're sorry about that. It's kind what, of funny. Are, We've been laughing talking about timing, right? Exactly. Yeah. But no, I mean, what you're saying is so so important for us to remember. I cling to that Romans verse. I mean, because, you know, things aren't going my way all the time. Right. I love it when they are. Right. I'm just, man, I can skip down the road. I can be as happy as a, happy as a little boy and, you know, with, a, with an ice cream cone kind of thing. Because, man, I loved ice cream cones <laughs> back when I was a boy. And so here I am. It's just like now all of a sudden I r- hit a roadblock and... Uh, oh my gosh, this is the end of the world. I don't know what. I'm just going to give up and throw it all in, throw in the towel and give it up. And, and thank, thank God. I just thank God that he has given me my wife in my life because she straightens me we, out. We all do. Yes. Thank right? you, Every, God, for Alice. Thank you, God. Anyone who knows Keith and Alice let's, knows that it is a blessing. A Alice is the blessing. Let's right? all have a moment. Thank God for Alice. <laughs> I'm not even true, uh, but but it is. I mean, it's not just, even kidding. And, and Keith, this, Keith has, has said that. On I'm day. going to tell you that this is this is a conversation ha- I've had within the last 24 hours yeah. with my wife. It's like oh, I just want to give up and throw it all in, and she's like, "No, honey, we're going to stay the course and we're going to persevere." So this podcast is helpful. Oh, absolutely. This pa- I mean, this passage yeah, these passages are you. exactly. I mean, I'm serious. I want to bring that out yeah, because yes. that's the point of reading scripture. It helps yep. you with feelings that that, that you're absolutely because yeah. Then I go in and I start reading. You know, after this conversation, I go in, I start looking at the Bible study here. You know, working, working, uh, working through the questions myself. And I am. I'm coming. I'm like, well, at least my brother didn't die, right? Or you know, I'm I'm not grieving in that regard. Yeah, sure. It's tough that I have this problem that I have, which is nothing compared to the death of a loved one. Right. And so, so yeah, so And if Jesus has got that, he's got he's got whatever yeah, it is. Whatever the my problem and is. And I, yeah. I think about Peter is saying to Jesus, "You are the Christ, the son of the living God." And then in the next moment, Jesus is like, "You know, I've got to go up to Jerusalem. I got to take up my cross and I've got to suffer and die." And, and Peter's like, "Ah, oh, this can't possibly happen to you. Right. I can't allow that to happen." And Jesus is in the next breath is, "Get behind me, Satan." Right, you know, it, you did a great job confessing me as Jesus, as, as Christ, as right. Messiah, uh, but you don't have in mind the things of of, of God. Here yeah. again, it constantly is the deal in Scripture and in our lives that we just don't have the mind of Christ in, right. in Scripture. Have the mind of Christ. Let the mind of Christ be in you. Well, what does that mean? Let think in terms of him having a, a bigger perspective than right. I am the resurrection and the life. That yeah. is a lot higher than our existence, right, right. there. Uh, like and like you said, it's proof that we're going to experience death, that we're going to have trouble because we need resurrection and life. Right. We're going to get it, and and that's yeah. So anyway, if, I, you, if you read verses 17 through 37, you see a lot about Mary and Martha mm-hmm. and how Jesus interacts with them. They are in grief, and he is calling them to believe. He asks her, do you believe this? Do you right. have faith? She's grieving. Her brother just died. And he's like, he, he, he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. He's like, what do you believe right now? I mean, seriously. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's in her face. He comes in and says... Keith, what do you believe right now? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to sit here and listen to you whine. He said she's... 
I want to know what you believe right now. Do you believe that I'm the resurrection of life? Do you believe that I've got your story, that I've got you in my hand, that I'm not going to lose you? I want to know if you believe that right now. How do, and my last question was, how do grief and faith compare and interact? Well, God does not take grief away. You know, well, you're grieving. I better take that away before you can believe. No, right. no, no. There's plenty of room here. Right. You can believe while you grieve. Right. You can believe while you hurt. Right. And while you cry. And Jesus goes right to that. But for me, for me, faith supports me through my grief. Mm-hmm. You know, I've often, I've often said, I don't know how people I that know. without Christ can I get know, through man. something. I agree. Because I don't under, you know, I have, I have my faith in, in the knowledge that this is being worked out for, for his glory and for those that believe in him that, you know, that I'll share in that glory because right now it does not feel glorious. It doesn't feel like that. Right. So, you know, for me, faith supports through grief. And another thing that I, another way I think that they interact and in, in kind of following up is grief is assured. Mm-hmm. Grief right. is a hundred percent assured, right. and because of our fallen sin nature, faith is not. Right. So, are we going to do this? Are we? Are you? Are you going to rely on your faith, build your faith, and walk through that grief with faith, or are you just going to throw in the towel, let it, and say, "No, you know, this can't be a loving God because I'm I'm experiencing grief right now." I think it's a great summation. Of this passage, what you just yep. did, I don't have anything to add to that. That's really, because yep. I think that's really what Mary and Martha are being confronted with. They are grieving, and 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 uh, that's the question that's before them and before all of us. Well done. Um, now, look, all of you listening, any you can listen to any podcast yep. that doesn't have noise in the background. Yeah. That, <laughs> that, that is more polished. Yes. But we yes. really appreciate you hanging in. I mean, we got people right above our heads right now installing air conditioning. I'm waiting for one of them to Jerry come through the, right through the ceiling. through the ceiling. That would be great. See if we get a lot of listeners for that. We thank you for hanging with us Indeed. while, the, while the, the buzzsaw is going up there and they're hammering on the ceiling everything else. And you might hear it again next week because they may be, not be done. Why be professional when you can do some <laughs> train wreck like this? It's, oh, it's a great time. I know. It's so much more fun this way. <laughs> Thanks for being with us. Yipper. And we'll see you next week. Part three. Yes. Of our uh, Lazarus, Lazarus trilogy. trilogy. The Lazarus Trilogy. We'll see you then. <laughs>